This is Plant-Based Briefing, reading nutrition labels and food packaging, four tips for savvy shopping, by Michaela Carlson at ForksOverKnives.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate articles on healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's article is from ForksOverKnives.com, an amazing resource for people at every stage of their plant-based journey. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Reading Nutrition Labels and Food Packaging, Four Tips for Savvy Shopping by Michaela Carlson at ForksOverKnives.com While about three-fourths of Americans might use the Nutrition Facts panel at least some of the time, most people have only a limited understanding of what it means when reading nutrition labels. Use this guide to separate fact from fiction at the grocery store. Number one, focus on foods without labels. Let's get this out of the way right now. Our goal is not to eat a lot of foods that require packaging or labels. Picture your refrigerator full of green kale, yellow lemons, red apples, and a rainbow array of fresh fruits and vegetables, and your pantry brimming with whole grains and red, yellow, orange, black, white, and brown legumes, potatoes, sweet potatoes, and a sampling of nuts and seeds. Most of these items can be purchased without packaging, unless the package just functions to hold a single ingredient like raisins or beans, because they're intact, whole natural foods, and we want these to comprise the bulk of our diet. However, there are a variety of prepared and lightly processed foods that make eating a whole food plant-based diet a lot easier to maintain. For example, whole grain products like crackers, wraps, and pizza crusts, canned products like beans, tomato paste, and tomato sauce, boxed products like plant milks, and of course, frozen fruits and vegetables. Number two, don't believe anything you read on the front of a package. Food packages tend to be plastered with bold, exciting, and mostly meaningless, unregulated assertions. Rule number one, as registered dietitian Jeff Novick likes to say, is don't believe anything you read on the front of a package. In other words, be wary of deceptive marketing hype that makes junk foods appear healthy. The Food and Drug Administration, FDA, is the regulatory board that sets the standards for health claims on food packages and labels. However, the FDA's ability to regulate unfounded claims is severely limited, both legally and practically, due to limited resources for investigation and enforcement. For those of you who want a more detailed explanation of food packaging claims, see my breakdown below. Number three, read the ingredient list. Reading the ingredient list is key. Aim for shorter ingredient lists with recognizable ingredients and watch out for words ending in O-S-E. That signifies the substance is a sugar. Ingredients are listed in order of descending volume, so if you see wheat flour first, followed by glucose, high fructose corn syrup, and maltose, it's likely the total sugar from those three by weight adds up to more than the amount of flour. In addition, don't fall for any promises that a flour is made from whole grains unless the ingredient list is 100% whole wheat flour or 100% whole grain spelt flour or the like. Number four, check the Nutrition Facts panel. Now you can move on to the Nutrition Facts panel, something to always check. Here's an overview of what's important. Fat. Although the Nutrition Facts label no longer includes calories from fat, You can find that out yourself with a few calculations. A gram of fat equals 9 calories, so first multiply the total grams of fat by 9. Divide that number by the total calories. Multiply the result by 100 to find the percentage. Aim for the fat calories to be 15% of total calories or less. So that's fat calories divided by total calories is 15% or less. Doing this calculation will steer you towards foods that have little to no added fats and oils. Cholesterol. Next, note the cholesterol count. 
plant foods don't contain cholesterol, so if you see anything greater than zero next to cholesterol, that's a clue to reread the ingredient list and check for hidden animal products. Sodium. The USDA has set 2,300 milligrams as the upper safe limit for daily sodium intake. If you eat only meals like the ones on our recipe pages with almost no added salt, you'll still easily get adequate sodium from whole plant foods. So if you eat any packaged or prepared foods, keeping to the 2,300 milligram limit, or better yet, 1,500 milligrams, is possible only by eating foods that contain very little to no added sodium. Jeff Novick's handy trick is to make sure the milligrams of sodium don't exceed the calories per serving. Sugar. Finally, take a look at the sugars. Remember that whole plant foods will contain some naturally occurring sugar, which, unlike highly processed sugar, comes packaged with fiber and other nutrients. However, you'll want to avoid products that have a significant amount of sugar added. The new Nutrition Facts label, which completed its rollout in January 2021, discloses the amount of added sugars in a given product, making it easier than ever to check for this. Two Nutrition Facts elements not to worry about. Protein. Don't worry about the protein. If you eat a whole food plant-based diet, you will naturally get all the protein you need without having to think about it. Daily values. The amount of any particular nutrient that we absorb and metabolize can vary widely from person to person and time to time based on a multitude of factors, including our need at the moment and what else we eat at the same time. At best, food labels provide ballpark estimates of nutrient content, given the poor quality assurance, inadequate sample sizes, and lack of evaluation standards common in the industry. Another reason not to get too excited about the daily values is that they were calculated only for adults and haven't actually been updated in decades. How to decipher food packaging claims There are three types of potentially misleading packaging claims, health claims, structure or function claims, and nutrient claims. The FDA is the regulatory body that sets the standards for these claims. However, the FDA's ability to regulate unfounded claims is severely limited, both legally and practically, due to limited resources for investigation and enforcement. Health Claims and Structure or Function Claims To most consumers, all three types of claims look pretty similar, particularly the first two. Here are the technical descriptions of both. Health Claim Includes an evidence-backed statement relating a food or food component to a disease or health outcome. These claims have to be reviewed and evaluated by the FDA prior to use. Structure or function claim describes the effect that a substance, rather than a nutrient or food, has in affecting the normal structure or function in the body without making reference to a disease. No evidence review from the FDA is required. The manufacturer merely has to submit a letter declaring its intent to use the claim and include the disclaimer, this statement has not been evaluated by the FDA on its packaging. Here are some examples of each kind. Can you easily tell them apart? Verbs like support, maintain, and boost are often used in structure or function claims. A health claim might be lowers cholesterol. A structure or function claim might be helps maintain normal cholesterol levels. A health claim is reduces risk of osteoporosis. A structure or function claim is helps build strong bones. And a health claim is reduces risk of urinary tract infections and a structure or function claim is helps maintain urinary tract health. Nutrient claims. The third kind of claim, a nutrient claim, makes a statement about the nutrient content of the food and, for example, may use the words good or excellent. Use of these two words is based on the daily values for each nutrient. For instance, a package can claim its contents to be a good source of calcium if one serving contains 10 to 19% of the daily value for calcium. An excellent source is defined as 20% or more of the daily value. However, as discussed above, we don't recommend trying to organize your diet around meeting recommended levels of particular nutrients. 
The bottom line? Remember, the fewer packaged or labeled foods you eat, the better. When buying packaged foods, don't pay attention to words like natural, wholesome, and optimal. They don't mean anything. Instead, focus on reading the ingredients list and the nutrition facts panel. Following these simple guidelines and finding your go-to brands will make healthy eating a whole lot easier. And know that the more you practice deciphering product packaging, the easier smart shopping will be. You just listened to Reading Nutrition Labels and Food Packaging, Four Tips for Savvy Shopping by Michaela Carlson at ForksOverKnives.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, your host. And please share this episode with anyone who might benefit. And thanks for listening.